It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. While Cowboy Baseball goes on holiday, we're going to take a gander at what Brett Yormark has cooking because clearly when he says he's going to do something, he's most likely going to do it. And you know what it is. It's Sunday. Welcome to the Sherman Schnitzel Sunday. You are locked on Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. Today, we are brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook betting partner. And yes, here it is. We're back on this Sunday. We made this a, a little theme here, so we're going to keep rocking and rolling with because. Production is production, and we like to be productive. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring them on for the day. Y'all remember them from last time and the time before that. Jason and Trent, how are we doing, fellows? Doing great, my man. Jason, are you living life on the wild side over there? What do you got going on? Um, I'm trying to pay attention to the NBA Finals game. It's so back and forth and crazy right now. Oh, you're trying you're trying to multitask. Okay. Yeah, well, let's, yeah, yeah. let's see how productive the multitaskation is. All good, all good. All right, here we go. So we've all seen, right? We've, we've talked about it multiple times, but you, you got to give the people to some degree what they want. And what they want is to talk about realignment because that is always the hot topic. No matter what we seem to try to do to manipulate ourselves into doing something other than that, which we will cover a few more things today, but – Let's talk about it real quick, guys. So clearly the conversation has, has shifted a little bit more towards Brett Yormark's affinity for basketball. He's a basketball guy. He's from the East Coast. He's in love with Madison Square Garden. He loved the run that K-State was able to put on in Madison Square Garden, right? Almost getting to that Final Four threshold. So everything that he's had in the holster thus far has worked. The question, I guess, to some degree is, number one, it'll be a two-part, right? But number one is, do y'all think that us growing the basketball brand and him putting so much emphasis into it is nearsighted? Good thing, bad thing. What do we think? Uh, why, don't, why don't we go with the big fella down here, Captain Captain Dark Knight uh, over here, Jason? What do you think, Bub? I think it's a very unique idea. I think it's uh, if it hits, it it could be in ten years. People could think, man, what a genius move that was. I just don't know if adding. Gonzaga and UConn, maybe even Creighton as basketball-only members. I know they'd only come in at like $9 million a share, which is a lot of money to those programs. But unless it's an absolute success, I just don't want to see another Big East-type experiment. Well, hold on now. Trent, what do you think about that comment? Because if we do look back, the Big East was the king ding of all of basketball at one point in time, and it did mean something until their football kind of crapped the bed. I mean, I look at it as in I think it's a great move just because Big 12, when you think of Big 12, a lot of people think of basketball because we run college basketball. It is by far the best college basketball conference in the country, and I don't think anybody will argue that. I mean, some Big 10 fans will say they think it's better up north, but I I think it's intriguing just because how, you know, I haven't really looked too much into it, but how are you going to get these schools just to do basketball? And like you said, the payouts, how the payouts are going to work. You know, I believe in Brett Yormark, and I think he can make it happen. I'm just curious. It, to me, it really just kind of depends on who you, who he's thinking about bringing in. But I think it's a great idea. Um, football will only continue getting better, and basketball, we're already there. So, I mean, if you can add to that and add, you know, some more teams, especially if you have some of these Pac-12 teams. Like, I know we really want Arizona for basketball. I mean, Arizona's not a great football program, but they're a phenomenal basketball program. they got a great baseball program. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I like it. I just, you know, more of a, would rather right now figure out what teams we're getting for all sports rather than just one sport. But I mean, I wish you would just. I wish you would just put the nail in the Pac-12's coffin and quit worrying about basketball. Gonzaga well, and UConn will always be there. 
It's yeah. coming. It's coming. I mean, I think we well, all know it's coming. Well, obviously, it appears as though we're around to decision time to some degree with the Gonzaga. But UConn, there's a little bit more reservation. But evidently, from what I've been seeing, the reservation has nothing to do with just basketball. It's the fact that there's, I guess, an exploration to see if UConn's a fit for all sports. What do you think? I don't like I mean, it's hard because their football program, no, they have obviously a great basketball program. Their baseball program has been really good over the last 10 years. So I don't know, dude. I I don't look at UConn and think about football at all. I don't think anybody does. I think when you think of UConn, you think of basketball only. So Speaking of, bas- speaking of basketball, the Heat just beat the Beat the Nuggets in game two. That was I figured they'd win. They would get one win at least. Nuggets. That was got a crazy game down the stretch. Sorry, guys. I'm focused now. Game's over. All good. All good. All right. So, whenever you're looking at the the landscape, um, you mentioned something, Trent. If we're talking about basketball, you know, good and daggone well that Arizona is in fact part of this conversation. Now we're hearing that we have this. You know, they have this Arizona State issue, quote unquote, right? And it's kind of crazy because Arizona State, or at least some people, are trying to run behind this AAU accreditation. But as we've talked about multiple times before, that's seemingly insignificant nowadays, right? It has nothing to do in this landscape of realignment. But I do find it funny that wherever you look at all this stuff, there's Pac-12 stuff out there right now that's like, oh, look, Brett Mark clearly – Brett Yormark cannot close the deal, the Pac-12, so the Pac-12's out. Ha, 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 ha. The Big 12's only going to end up with the next couple extra basketball schools. I mean, dude, I love it. I, I love the comedy. In this offseason, it's been kind of quiet. So Shout to hear Pac-12 fans right now, it's awesome, and it, it adds to the hilarity of the, the moments, and we need it. Cody, go ahead and give, Cody, Cody, go ahead and give Tony a shout-out. You know you want to. Shout-out to Tony. Shout out Tony Altamore. Hey, there's actually a sports radio station in Utah, KSL Sports in Utah, that just had a big discussion about the Big 12 problem that the Pac-12 has right now. They And their take now is if Colorado jumps, Utah needs to be the second to jump in front of Arizona do not get left behind on a sinking ship. The inevitability, the inevitability of what's fixing to happen is starting to hit those fan bases, and even their talking heads are starting to regurgitate the same things we've been saying for months. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because when I think of Utah, I think of the one account, the Utah pig bus, the one that runs his mouth the most. You know what I'm talking I mean, You guys know who I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy was – shit talking the big 12 for so long and then when you know he started to hear some things he's like you know what maybe maybe the big 12 wouldn't be that bad you know i think we could fit in the big 12 and it's just 100 funny to say because as fans you you don't know what's going to happen so i i keep a lot of receipts of some of these tweets from these schools um of their fan bases so i just think it's funny I agree with what uh, Jason just said. I think Utah needs to make a move because they're not going to get invited to the Big Ten. No one even knows. If Oregon and Washington haven't been invited yet, Utah definitely would not get invited. There's no the, Utah, Utah is an AAU accredited university, and they're okay, never getting invited to the Big Ten. Never. They're, well, they're, so let, let's just say if Oregon and Washington did come in to the Big Ten at a lesser share, the Big Ten would – maybe other than Stanford would not look West anymore. They would go East. They'd be trying to pull teams from uh, the ACC. I feel like North Carolina. I, I, uh, I do think it's very interesting. The timing of the, the AAU announcing those six schools or seven schools, whatever it was, yeah, was the there? Notre Dame of all universities is now AAU accredited. That's a little suspicious. That makes me wonder if there's maybe a little smoke about to come out about Notre Dame and the big 10. I don't it's, think so. Well, dude, it's a logical move eventually, right? Eventually, but yeah. I think Notre Dame is fine with where, what they're doing right now. They make yeah, yeah, but in, they, they yeah, but in the ever 
in the ever-changing landscape of college athletics, you cannot – Notre Dame cannot just sit there and say, hey, we're Notre Dame, we're going to do what we want. No, I, I, agree, I agree with you. I'm not saying basis. that they're going to sit there forever and, and be like, oh, you know what, we're good with where we at. we're at eventually. So when do they make that move? I don't know. That's a good question. Today's but I don't think, I don't think a lot of these dominoes fall until Notre Dame does make that decision. Like, hey, we will go to the Big Ten. And that's when the Big Ten and the SEC will really start trying to pull schools in because they want to top each other. Well, today's as good a day as any. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Trent, I, I, I think this is a move that could easily be done by 2025 or they're putting themselves backwards. And that's the last thing Notre Dame wants to happen, right? They're they're currently hey. wanting to get, what, $73 million from from ABC, NBC, whatever it is, right? And I think the College Football Playoff Committee is trying to put a clause in there that if you're an independent, you can, you can make the 12-team playoff but have no better than a 16. You think? I, I mean, I don't. I don't think that I was an independent team. I wouldn't care. I mean, as long as you're getting into the playoff, who cares what your seating is? You're I'm never gonna host. Uh, on, yeah, yeah, that does help, Trent. I'm, come on, man. It, it helps, on. but I'm saying, like, seriously, like, come on, like Notre Dame. They play a tough enough schedule that there has to be something in that to where they're not always going to be the sixth seed if they do make the playoffs. They're they're legitimate. Some of their some of their like some of their seasons they're. Schedule isn't that tough, but a lot of the time they play at least three or four big name schools. Yeah, they but dude, this this the super conference thing, you know we're getting to it. No, yeah, and you I'm I would rather get done sooner rather than later, just like you guys. I'd rather yeah, be yeah. all set in stone yep. so we don't have to worry about this anymore. Or we can start talking yep. about how our conference is gonna compare to these other conferences. And that's and you that's know, why no, I tell no. you guys, like I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting, but that's why I tell you. Jason, Cody, I know you guys are happy with the Big 12. I'm happy with the Big 12. But I'm saying once, and you can, you guys hearing me say this is coming out of my mouth, once Notre Dame does go to the Big 10, the SEC is going to start pulling in at least eight schools, eight, ten schools. We don't know how big the conferences are going to be, but both of those conferences are just going to stack up on the best schools remaining that aren't already in the SEC and the Big 10. Three twenty-team conferences at most, man. I love you, bro, but I think I could see I could see twenty-four. I could see twenty-four tops. I don't tops, think you guys yeah, tops. But that's boof. That's pushing it, bub. That's a lot. I mean, I guess we'll find there's out. Not, there's not. There's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, there's I, not eight I, more teams out there that are that interest the SEC enough to bring in eight teams. I mean, but yeah. We talked about we we talked about this on the last. On the last, the first show we did together, the realignment one before we actually started this Sunday deal, where um, I we, I had said, you know, after all the markets get you know bought up or they they move, you know, Miami's the whoever the other the big markets, Atlanta's that it's going to be more than just markets. They want teams who are, can compete on a yearly basis because that's still going to bring in money. Yeah, the vert. Diversity, diversity is what Fox and ESPN want. They they don't want two conferences. There's no, there's not a lot of money in that. If you think that they're going to completely leave out the West Coast, that's not happening. Well, okay, what do you mean by leave out the West Coast? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of diversity and speaking of money, this is the perfect time to slide in and remind everybody that there's still a little bit of time left in the playoffs where you can diversify your portfolio and make yourself some extra money. If you go to fandle.com slash locked on right now, get yourself hooked up with our no sweat first bet. And it's not the same old one. We've upped the ante here. Now you're talking about $2,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet does not win. So do yourself a favor, go to fanduelcom slash locked on right now to get yourself hooked up on this. No sweat. First bet again, $2,500 back. In bonus bets, if your first bet doesn't win at Locked On, you can get hooked up on all of this stuff. So get it done now, ladies and gentlemen. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, you guys are are, are free to, to carry on. Yeah, if you, if you think UCLA and USC are the only two programs on the West Coast that are going to get any traction – yeah, they might take Oregon and Washington, but there's so many universities out there that's so diverse. You you have Stanford. to fill time slots. If you if you Stanford. cut it down to 40 teams, then there's you're cutting so many time slots out. 
I'm not saying they're going to just cut it down and only air those games. They'll, they will find a way. I mean, those teams that don't get, as of right now, like those teams that don't get into the uh, Big 12, the Big 10, or the SEC, they're still going to get time slots. They're still going to show their games. They're just not going to offer them nearly as much money for them. But they're going to take those teams that get left out once the pack falls, they're still going to take what they can get. But that's the great thing now is like, you know, ESPN, they have ESPN Plus. So the games that aren't aired, like a lot of Big 12 games, there's, you know, others that get put on ESPN Plus all the time. And that isn't an issue. They still get views. So, I mean, when that time comes, those, you know, the ESPNs, the CBSs, whatever, ABCs, that they will figure out a way to still make sure some of those teams get games on live television. And if not, they're going to be on a streaming app, just like ESPN or Peacock or something like that. Hulu. Yeah, you're you're right. It just it financially won't won't put them in a position where they're on a lot, obviously, which is going to help. But that's the whole line. thing, isn't it? Isn't it all about if your team gets left behind? That sucks. Like that's what we're already talking about. Like what yeah. Jason and OSU fans have been bashing Oregon State about all this time. Like, oh, you guys aren't going to get invited to any of these big conferences. You guys are going to get left behind. There's going to be plenty of other schools that get left behind too. But oh, how the turns tabled because we very well could have been in that position about two seasons ago. Yeah, but we actually yeah. have a, a competent commissioner that knows how to get Now? Yeah, hit in a couple years ago. Oh, trust me, I know Bowlesby was not that. He was not it, dude. He was not it. No, but he at least stopped the bleeding. He just got got inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame for uh, I can't even remember. Obviously, not being a wrestler, but uh, yeah. So he'll have a nice old picture in the Wrestling Hall of Fame on Stillwater, in Stillwater, so uh, on Hall of Fame. Guys, I mean. Oldsby lives on forever. He he was he, obviously he wasn't very uh, beneficial to the conference, but he at least did something and and brought in the. He was beneficial to die. Texas and Oklahoma. Let's say that. He oh was yeah. Beneficial to Texas oh yeah. And yeah. Well, and that's ironic, right? That that we're there because we're more together as a conference now than ever, which is why I think if we're having a conversation about bringing in for basketball only for year or so whatever i'm i'm 100 fine with it because now i think it's i think it's inevitable we're going to grow the football and we're going to get some of the pac-12 schools so i bring basketball on if that's the first domino so be it now is that cohesion and all this kumbaya and peace and love in the conference right now due to necessity or is that just due to we finally got rid of the thorn Texas side of the conference I think obviously when you get rid of the, the the elephant in the room, right? The proverbial elephant that's always in the room that's that's continuously caused problems since realistically 1996. When you get rid of that, it's a stress reliever. But I, I do think the other side. I don't think it's kumbaya off of just I don't know complacency or anything. I think it's genuine right now because I think Big, Big Twelve uh, ads and everything they see the writing on the wall and they see that the Big Twelve is clearly in a third position of power. And it's the it's the best play to, place to be if you're not in the SEC or the Big Ten right now. Hey, it is the Big Twelve. Life's good right now. They're going to distribute forty four million dollars of uh, university right now, and then mm-hmm. there's reports up, next baby. year that's going to be north of fifty million. Fifty plus, 50 yeah. just like what we've been talking about for months, guys. Yep. So let me rewind a second. I can't wait for uh, you know these SEC fan bases to really see Texas for who they are. Um, how they're going to get into that conference and they're going to end up screwing things up for the SEC. Uh, nah, dude, I think Texas will be put in their place in the SEC. The, 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 so. the 80s they and presidents, they're not going to put up with they Texas. They definitely crap. deserve it, Cody. They, I Trust me, I, I'm with you. I hope that's the case. I really do. But I'm just saying, like, their fans are going to see how big of crybabies they really are. As well, well as so, okay, so the, not all not, the fans. There are they do have some good fans, just like any fan base, but a lot of them are just. So. Could we not circle the that back around to even Utah then, though? Oh, aren't, aren't, dude, I, they might be worse than Texas. Now, yeah. hang on, though. Hang on, y'all. You're talking about whiny fans, and I get right. it. like I'm not a big fan of Utah fans on Twitter, but 
Texas is more than just whiny fans. Texas is a better than thou mentality from the top of the administration all the way down to the to the youngest fan. So They've caused so many. What's that? So is Utah. We don't know that Utah's administration has been causing beef at the Pac-12. No, not with the Pac-12, but they've said exactly. they've, they've said plenty of times the they've said plenty of times they have no desire to go in the Big Twelve because the Big Twelve exactly. is not even on their level. I t- I take all that as conjecture, man. That's just all posturing. They're in the Pac-12 right now. It does them no good by saying, "Oh yeah, we'd love a chance to go to the Big 12. They're in the Pac-12. Do you want Do you want Chad Weiberg and Casey Strom saying? Oh, we would really love the opportunity to go to the Southeastern Conference, but we're committed to the Big 12 right now. That just doesn't make sense. You say you're happy where you're at. I mean, that just goes back to what Jason said before uh, when we were talking about this. Whenever we were talking on our last show or two shows ago, whenever it was about uh, these Pac-12 schools, you know, Jason said, if you're not flirting with, another conference jason what did you say i can't remember word for word but you're like that's like staying on a sinking titanic saying you're going to stay if you don't at least ask or flirt with the idea sure absolutely but all that's done behind the scenes like exactly you you and i and cody like it was i agree it was a bombshell whenever ou in texas when that news leaked out we may not have known that for months if texas a&m hadn't leaked that out and that was actually a saving grace for the big 12 to know as early as we did that ou and texas were exiting conference but yeah. up until that point what have they been saying for months we're committed to the big 12 big 12 this big 12 that we're proud representatives of the big i mean 12. had anybody even asked them i mean i don't think there was any can like discussion even if they had been asked though trent if you were going to leave your wife tomorrow and she asked you today are you gonna say yeah i'll be gone tomorrow no no you don't play your cards until you have to hey don't speak for me jason because i'm a good man i'm not i wouldn't do that first and foremost i'm just saying you don't play your cards until you have to you got to know when i get it big sexy i get it oh when photo i'm just saying Hey, speaking of playing your cards right, um, we all have an affinity for somebody that we know, in fact, cannot play cards very well. And that would be everybody's favorite, uh, Rob Walton. Or is it a Josh Holiday thing? Um, I, I know I know you guys have, have both been kind of, um, you know, we've been talking about baseball and I know I, I know that everybody has some strong words to say. So if, if either one of y'all want to fire away, let her rip. Look, I'll just say I've grown up my whole life being an Oklahoma State Cowboys baseball fan, and I don't think I've ever seen a worse performance out of our baseball team than what we just saw in the second game against Dallas Baptist. That was absolutely pitiful. I'm not going to bash the guys. They had a great year, but at the end of the day, conference conference championships, don't. I don't care about them anymore. We've won plenty of them to know we are one of the best teams yearly in the Big 12. It's about getting to Omaha at this point. I would give up winning the conference title every year, every other year, to at least make it to Omaha every once every three years. Like, I do not care about our conference championships anymore. Like, I'm happy for the guys. Dude, I'm stoked for them. I don't, I don't want to come off as that fan, like, bashing our players because it's more than just our players. Like, yes, the players have to go out and they have to compete. Um. But, and, you know, I love Josh Holiday. I truly think the guy is one of the best college baseball coaches in the country. But there's just something about him. Um, I kind of – I saw someone tweet, and it, it, it kind of reminds me, like, him and Gundy are similar. Like, they can win the big games, but they don't – they don't when it comes to getting to that next level of getting to where they sh- – like, where we think they're, they're capable of going, they don't do it. That you might mean be they win. I don't you know if Jason they... might call me out on that, but I'm just saying I'm not going to bash our team. I'm already over it. It's been a terrible sports year for Oklahoma State athletics. I'm honestly glad the softball team lost. I hate to say that, but I'm just – I think we all need a cleanse of Oklahoma State sports for a, a couple months. I really do. Trent, you are you you might want to check your, your pH balance. Are you drunk or something, my guy? I no, love you. I love you. But I'm the biggest, hey, I am the biggest supporter of Oklahoma State sports, but this has been a very rough year full of we've had great teams and a lot of these things, and they just haven't panned out, whether it be injury or just straight choke. Like like I said, I don't want to come off as like I'm 
I'm dogging any of these teams. I'm not like, I'm super happy. The women made it to the college world series. It just didn't work out. You know, it, it happens It's sports, but I just feel like this year, do you guys not agree that this year has been a down year compared to many years in the past? Like I've just been saying this for months, even when the baseball season was in full swing, I'm like, dude, this has just been a really weird year for Oklahoma state sports. Do you not agree? Uh, it, it, I mean, agree? it's it's been a it's been a, a, a weird year. Yeah, um, I don't yeah. think I would say that I'm happy that any anything is over because I don't know. It's just uh, I, I like to prolong things. It's a, it's a little bit funner for me. Baseball is in a very precarious situation at the moment, right? Because we know what the issue has been consistently over the last few years, and I do kind of understand some of the comparisons to the Gundy thing, right? It, it, I think. Like maybe as in they win lots of games, but not not like the championships. Not the ones that yes, not the ones. Yeah, that but I, I, if I may rewind a little bit, when you say you don't care about the Big Twelve titles, bro, I think that's an asinine statement. I love you, I love you to death, but it's it, 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 when you're coaching little league, my guy, it's about steps, right? If you can't win your league you probably shouldn't be able to compete for your division title. If you can't win your division, you shouldn't compete for region. If you can't win region, can't win state, all that stuff matters. Now, upsets happen occasionally. I get it. You can lose the conference title game, and you can still, like you said, battle back, go to Omaha the whole nine yards. But when you think back of the great times of Oklahoma State baseball, you think of the Gary Ward era, era it started with winning 16 conference titles in a row. That is 16 conference championship trophies. And that led to everything else because part of baseball's confidence, right? Baseball's more mental than anything, maybe not named golf. Is that yeah. fair? Okay. Yeah. So baseball, if you know you can handle business, uh, th th then you're gonna you're gonna handle business. Um, yeah, I just it, it's one step at a time. Winning lots of games is great, but you have to win stuff for you to develop the intestinal fortitude and the armadillo type of shell to be able to continue to win and win and win and win. And it builds right, confidence. Jason. And hey, hold on real quick. And Cody, that's the thing I love. About. Like I can chop it up with you guys all day, especially Jason and both of you. And I'll never get offended at someone for not agreeing with like my take. Like I, I love listening to people's takes and I love how ever, like all of us have different mindsets about different things. And I 100% agree. Baseball is just, it's a very hard game. And dude, any team could beat any team at any given time. You know what I mean? Like, it happens. It's baseball. I'm sure it's happened on your son's team. I'm sure they played a team that wasn't as good as them, and you know it, and they lost. Your son's team lost. It's just baseball. Yeah. But it's like, dude, and I've said this in our chat. I'm like, Holiday has had at least three, four, five teams in his tenure at Oklahoma State that should have went to Omaha, but they didn't. Like, he used to get into yeah. the Supers all the time. 100%. And he couldn't win the Supers. Yeah. And now it's like we can't even get out of our own regional. And I don't want to say Holiday We is, can't even get out of our own way. Yes. I don't want to say Holiday is regressing as a coach because I think he's a great coach. But I just think there's coaches within the staff that it's just time you need to change. Yep. I feel like Gundy and Holiday are very similar, and they build great relationships with their coaches. And they hate, they just don't want to let them go. And like, I, I don't get it because I'm not a coach. Like I can understand it. I know Rob Walton is a phenomenal pitching coach. He has a great resume. The guy has coached in a lot of places and it just, man, it, when he first got here, dude, we were great. Our pitching Cody, you know, our pitching was phenomenal. Um, and it just seems like it's gotten a little worse over the years. Yeah. So, no, no, you're. You're right. You know, I don't mean to say like, yes, I do love winning conference championships, but it's like to me as a fan that just gets my hopes up. Like, man, maybe this is the year that we're going to make it back to Omaha. Like, that's where we should be. Yeah. And then we, and we go 0-2 in our own regional. And I get we had a very tough draw. <clears> you <throat> and ORU are great teams. Great teams. My brother-in-law, he played baseball in Owasso, like powerhouse Owasso, went to college to play baseball. He is all about baseball. And he told me before the series or before the regional, he's like, dude, I guarantee you ORU wins the Stillwater Regional. Like well, they've won like 43, 44 games or something like that. So yeah, I mean, they've lost like 11 time. games this year. So like I get it, it's a tough draw, but man, if you're a great team, you gotta find ways to win. 
Yeah, you know, and also if you're a great team, you got to find uh, some Fandle. Nah, I'm just kidding. I had to mess with you, Jason. <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. What's up, Sal? Hi, 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 Trent. I'm Jason. Nice to meet you. What's up, big guy? I like your beard. Jason, uh, Jason, oh What's yeah, you want to talk about FanDuel? Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Golly. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to prove to you right now that that you you are kind of correct. But national championships don't mean as much as people think about. Who won the Who won the baseball national championship in 2007? Cal State but, but you know we won 16 Big 12 championships in a row, correct? Oh yeah. The success that you can have as a program as far as no matter what sport it is, Kenny Gajewski has been to four straight Women's College World Series. In 20 years, nobody's going to remember, you know, your avid fan of XYZ team will remember they won the championship in 2023. And right now, Oklahoma's on a roll. But most people will not remember who won the Women's College World Series in 2023. But all Oklahoma State fans will always know we went to four in a row. Yes. The sustained success of your program means so much more than one game. And I know I get roasted for this on our on our Twitter spaces. We you do you guys do realize that when we get to a certain point in the season, you get to a super regional or the college world series or a women's college world series or the NCAA tournament in either sport or BCS bowl game type, New York six bowl game, you are competing against the best of the best in the country. Oh, and if you happen to slip up and lose that game, it is okay. Like yeah. they're trying to compete and win too, right? It does yeah. not, it does not mean that our coaches don't give a shit or our players can't get there and do it, that we're not out on the recruiting show hard enough. There are 130 some universities trying to win the baseball championship on a year in and year out basis. And for Oklahoma State to still be considered one of the top programs in the country year in and year out means a lot to me. And I don't know hardly anything about baseball. But having said all that, that performance yesterday and Rob Walton leaving guys in to give up six runs before we make a change, stuff like that can never happen again. The stuff that was going on with Casey Dunn at the end of the year last year, that stuff has to be addressed because Cody is correct in, in the saying of, if you allow those things to happen in your program, that's how you fall to obscurity. That has to be addressed. No, I get what you're saying 100%, but I'm just saying like a random fan in the Big Ten or the ACC isn't going to remember Oklahoma State winning the 2023 you know, regular season conference championship. No, but I guarantee you there's tons of fans out there across the country that remember – the Gary Ward era and how dominant Oklahoma State was, but I bet you they don't remember that we didn't win a single national championship. Yeah, they remember no. Gary Ward was a really, really good baseball coach. No, and I get what you mean, one hundred percent. I agree with you for the most part. I'm just saying there's more to it. Like you don't follow baseball like Cody and I do. Like we just built this one of the nicest college baseball facilities in the country. Sure. We shouldn't. We should be, you know, hosting every year, and we shouldn't have a problem getting out. I just feel like we have all the resources. Everything is there. Like, there was no issue about, oh, we didn't make it this far because we didn't have this. We didn't have that. Like, that's not the problem. We have everything we need. And like I said, whether it's Rob Walton or whoever it is, like I said, I hate to put all the blame on Rob Walton because I don't think it's all Rob Walton. I think a lot – like a big chunk of it is like with the pitching, leaving pitchers in too long. Yes. But I knew coming into the season that we had a lot of great pitchers. We were just young. So I was curious how it was going to play out this year. If we were going to have pitchers mature quick, like, or not like the guy in the big 12 tournament against Texas tech, the first game, Brennan Phillips, he graduated from Owasso, Oklahoma was a phenomenal high school pitcher. He didn't play that much this year. He had a he had some games he got in, but he wasn't that great. And what he did in that game against Texas Tech, that is a power hitting team on a yearly basis. You ask Josh Holiday, you ask anybody, phenomenal. Like that's what I mean about stepping up. That dude stepped up. Gabe Davis stepped up in the second game, coming in throwing 97 mile an hour heaters, bro. Striking dudes out, getting us out of jams. That's stepping up. We just didn't have enough of that this year. Like we have there, but we just it. We just didn't have enough, enough of Speaking it. of our regional, Dallas Baptist hit a home run in the top of the sixth inning to tie it four to four. It's the bottom of the sixth. Is one it, out, who four is four. it? Washington, Dallas Baptist right now? Because ORU won against uh, – No, it's, it's, it's ORU and Dallas Baptist. This is the championship game. Oh, okay. So what did you say the score was? 
Four four bottom of the six. Dallas Baptist home at the bottom of the six to tie it. You think any of our players are at those games, like watching them once we got on the yesterday? I wouldn't be. I'm just curious. I'm curious. I'm gonna see if I can put it on here real quick. Oh, here it is. All right. So yeah, so ORU, they're undefeated. So Dallas Baptist has to win twice, and this is the first game of the two. If Dallas I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Man, shout out to Oral Roberts though, dude. For real, they had a they have a hell of a team this year. They're always pretty good. That's that's yeah. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure Josh Holiday has a losing record against them. Granted, like you said, it's like weekday games, so we don't always really care about them. But still, like Oral Roberts, well, it's not that we don't care. Teams say, never back like, down from any competition. They'll go anywhere and play anybody. Shout out TCU curb stomping Arkansas earlier today. That was an absolute. Dude, I, I was trying to tell people that 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 Arkansas was kind of a fraud, but oh, Oral Roberts just cranked one. Oh, it's we gone. Just, Home run, two run bombs, six to four. ORU's good. So is Dallas Baptist. Anywho, well, fella Roos, you got You got y'all got anything else to kind yeah, of? Yeah, I thought we had more to talk about. We're already done. We've only been going on for like ten minutes. um jason you you know what man you haven't you haven't you haven't spoken enough go ahead grab the mic big fella talk about uh talk about jason talk about the colorado stuff because i'm interested in it like i've heard a little bit about it but it's it's pretty much done deal that they're coming to the big 12 now or what's it's everything that i've read it's it's a done deal they're just they're just wait i don't know what they're waiting on to be honest with you but Hey, if Barry Trammell puts it out there, I think it's as good as gold. I think they're waiting on packaging. I don't think Probably. Brett wants. I don't think Brett wants to trickle. I think Brett wants to announce three or four things at once. Do you think if it's Colorado and UConn as an all sports member, isn't that a little bit of a letdown? Yeah, it is. I, I, you, I, you, I, I don't know. I've been so. saying this for months. I've been I saying this so. for months. I want the four corner schools, all four of them. That's yeah, one of them. All, I, I agree. If we're going to bring Utah or UConn on, it won't be till later, I don't think. We're going to They'll always out. be there. Yeah, they'll exactly. always be there. I think they're, they'll always be there. Just like some of these other schools we're talking about bringing in from the Big East or whatever. Like they're going to be there, just like Gonzaga will be there. I'm more curious as like what big name schools are we going to go after? Like who you mentioned you think Utah needs to be the second team if Colorado bolts. Utah needs to be the second team. Who do you really like realistically think will be the second team? I think they're just using UConn as a as a scapegoat to try to push Arizona, Utah, and Arizona State to make the jump. I think they're trying to use those to scare them. To so me, it's gotta, gotta be Arizona. Arizona. It's gotta so be Arizona. Do you, do you think that Oregon and Washington are for sure going to the Big Ten? Mm-hmm. Do I don't know about that, but Colorado, they're, not, they're if Colorado jumps to the Big Twelve, they might be like, Well, hold on, like we haven't heard too much from the Big Ten yet. Maybe they have. I don't know. But you think maybe they, like, even consider the Big 12 if Colorado's just like, yo, we're out of here. And then maybe one one other team or two other teams from the Pac-12, like, hey, your mark, we want in. You guys go vote. We we want to get in. We want in now. Like, the Pac-12 is down. So what do you think? I'm sure they've had conversations, but I, I also believe that Oregon and Washington has the same belief to some degree that Utah did for, for quite some time, right? Utah's fancied itself on being bigger, better, Big Ten type of thing, right? I think Oregon and Washington know that if the Big 12 starts expanding, then the Big Ten and the SEC eventually will too as well. So I don't think Oregon and Washington make a move because I don't think they see it as a necessity. The Big Ten's not going to stay at 16 teams. The Big Ten is not going to make a move. They don't want to be the reason, quote-unquote, that the Pac-12 dies. They want the Big 12 to make a move, and that move could simply be going and getting Colorado and Colorado alone, and I think they will invite Oregon Washington. But everything that I've been reading here lately is that Washington is the more coveted of the two programs. They want Washington. Really? Mm-hmm. More than Oregon, huh? I they love want that Seattle. Seattle. They want that Seattle market bad. That just goes to show you all that Phil Knight money doesn't always get you everything you want, dude. Those fans out there, that Sco Ducks, dude, that was on our space, dude. Hey, we got a logo right too, now. and we got a big benefactor too. Like that, that hasn't really got us anywhere either. Hey, shout out my boy Julio Ricardo, Beeb zero 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 three, whatever, bro. Woo! 
Hey, y'all hey, looking the, lucky. The Mind that telling you some information about your family that you don't even know. The angry beaver himself. Yes, Running sir. around Twitter. My spear. number one fanboy. I hope he watches just so he knows he is my number one fanboy, and I'm flattered. There well, you there you go, Trent. See, you don't even need uh, you don't even need the extracurricular stuff, right? Who needs an OnlyFans when, when when Trent has the, the, the Twitter capabilities? Dude, who needs an OnlyFans when my boy Cody's racking all the money? He can just share his care, and we don't, we don't need to make that. He's already making enough money for us. Jason's buying all the feet pictures out there. Like, dude. Right. You got you got you guys. What, what do you think, Jason? I do, I do want to say one thing before you get off here, though, seriously, about Oklahoma State sports. The vitriol and the absurdity by some of the fans on social media – especially tonight during the softball game, it's got to stop, guys. Like, you guys make our university look terrible. You're talking, we've literally, we've you're talking literally, about those fans, right? Like, are we talking I, I, about who I think we're talking about? I guess I but missed some of that. Hang on. We've literally got people on social media bashing Kenny G for sending a girl from third when he's literally holding a stop sign up, and she runs through the stop sign on her own accord and we're going to get on there. And it's not just one guy. I saw several people. We all know the one I'm talking about. But we've also, I saw several people trashing Kenny for that decision. Was it, did this happen at the end of the game? I missed some of the game. Like, the last thing I saw was – No, Talon Edwards – no, it was, we still didn't have any runs. And Talon Edwards smashed one off the fence, smashed a double off the fence. Yeah, and, in the fifth? Yeah, in the fifth. And he, he tried to stop – what's the second baseman's name? What's her name? Michaela Warwick. What wasn't it her? Yeah, yeah. He tried to hold. Like initially, he was waving her around third, but as soon as she rounded the bag, he was giving her the stop sign and telling her to get back because they got it back in pretty quickly. And she didn't even look at him, and she just ran through. And I thought there might have been obstruction there. Shannon was probably right. I think that if her foot had been six inches to the left, we might have got that call. But she gave a room. She gave but regardless, room. regardless of how that all played out. We have got to be better on social media as fans. Like, I'm all for wanting our programs to do better and call a spade a spade and try to help figure any of these problems out. But when we're in game, just dog walking our uh, our staff and our players as a fan base, we got to stop doing that, man. It makes me not want to interact with Oklahoma State. Well, it's more of what I think Jason is trying to say is if you're going to bash certain sports from OSU, make sure you bash them all. When That would help too, but I'm just saying like in-game, it's hard enough trying to watch a three-to-one game in the World Series and you're about to watch six, five or six girls never play the game of softball ever again. And you've got a certain corner of your fan base just trash-talking the program to where you can't even – keep up and interact with people on social media while you're watching the game because it's hard enough being an Oklahoma State fan watching us choke from time to time. And then you have to listen to that crap too. Like, people, we just got to stop. You just so, got to be a, just be a fan. Just be supportive. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. with you 100%. I agree. So yep. uh, I'm, I'm curious is um, do we think Maxwell is cursed in Oklahoma City? Like, what's <laughs> – I didn't. Well, I didn't catch the beginning of the game. I don't no, know. What, dude, she was to, pitching. We, she was pitching an absolute gym. I thought we need. To, we need to take the Florida State philosophy and do exactly what they did with Sandercock, right? Because Sandercock was like a, a big time pitcher, pitched a lot of innings. And this last year, they purposely like brought her out of the bullpen, and she didn't actually throw a crap ton of innings. She probably could have broke a bunch of records, but their coach saved her strategically just for you know postseason play and clearly she looks like a genius right now because that sander cock chick it hasn't started much this year she's she's coming to close and they built her up to this season i think if we can go get another big big arm in the transfer portal market and we use kelly maxwell that way instead of burning her out throughout the summer and in the beginning of the season I think we're just going to have to get one more big arm and change the way we, we, we've done it. We can't ride one arm so long anymore. Is Killful done or she have one more year? No, she's got more time. Yeah, I think she has at least another year. Her, yeah. uh, someone she's else got a I was few more years, I, was... I think. Hey, let's go get that. Let's go get that girl from Stanford. Dude, she's a G. Bro. No, you know, oh, you know, you know, teams are going to be hitting her up and be like, hey, get in the portal. Like that girl. 
She's good. Yeah. Kai was giving her so much praise, and that's crazy because I don't feel like I don't follow OU softball enough, but I feel like Patty Gasso is not the time to, type of coach that just goes out and gives a bunch of praise to players until you know, unless she wins the national championship at that point, maybe. But you know, that girl's a G for sure. I I don't really think it was our pitching staff this season as much as it was just our lack of ability to get anything going offensively at times. Yeah, it was weird because, like I said, we starting the season, we were great with our bats, and it was just like it really seemed like back and forth. We just like, died out. It was weird. We hit a wall. Yeah. Same with baseball. Like the baseball team in the in the uh, conference tournament, dude, they were hitting lights out, I felt like. I'd love to go back and do some. In the regional, couldn't hit. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go back and do some research, and I might do that before our next show, and look at the losses – versus our wins compared to how many people we left stranded on base. I bet you Oh yeah. It is yeah, well, just yeah. Are you talking in softball or baseball? Baseball. You know I don't care about baseball. I'm oh, talking about softball. Okay. Well I would imagine it's the same. You look up the 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 pitchers um you know ERA and and runners in scoring position RISP and I, you could probably track it down that way doing that pretty easily. Because our ERA softball wise wasn't terrible. I mean kill no. and Dude, it, up and until both were under one four. Yeah, uh, so. up until forty eight hours ago, um, our we had a a zero point seven nine ERA in the postseason. Yep. Yep. Just it just happens, man. All right, we're gonna let and, a wonder and I over there here goes, and then we'll let Grandpa Jason uh, get to his bedtime. Hey. uh Dallas Baptist has two men on first and second uh, with one out right now. Uh, Catcher's having a conversation with ORU's pitcher. Hey, do you think that those two teams right there are supremely happy in that fancy facility they get to play this championship game in? 100%. You know where ORU <laughs> is, dude. That's a home game for them. Well, I, I, I uh, talked to Trent earlier, and I was like, dude, yeah, you know Oral Roberts and Dallas Baptist were both like, oh, yes, we get to go to Obrey, and we know we can win. Yeah, I mean, what team would not want to go play it over? Hundred percent. Well, honest, I, like, this is this this will be uh, whenever they come out with the publication. But if we win it, it'll be D one baseball, uh, nicest facility in America, three years in a row. So, Cody, before we get off here, I know you're, you're yeah. trying to in the show. Uh, from one baseball fan to another, who we both follow baseball heavily, do you think Josh Holiday is going to make any changes in this off season? He has to, man. You, you genuinely think so? Yeah, but. you just you just put out a stat that if they win it again, it'll be three years in a row at the nicest baseball facility in America, right? Mm-hmm. How many trips to Omaha out of those three years? Got to make changes, man. Got to make changes. Oh, I agree with you, but we thought we also thought Gundy was going to make changes. Did he make changes? Well, we're, we're, we're thing, talking about apples. I, I would right say here. Gundy. Oh, yeah, I know, but I'm saying it's kind of the same situation because we yeah. had our fan base was yeah. going crazy after we lost to Wisconsin. This is when I we yeah we I mean I had, I had already known Cody. Everybody expected Gundy to fire somebody. He hopped on that space and was bashing Davis and whoever notorious for saying you know fire Gundy this and that like there needs to be change. Like I legit thought. Casey Dunn might get get a slide just because of all the injuries that we had, but I definitely thought Dickie was going to be gone. Yeah, Dickie and McIndoo look like they they, they were gone. But you're right. Yeah. But I, it, that's the thing, though. Okay, so let's say it's the same thing. Let's say that Weiberg has a meeting with Holiday, and he's like, "Hey, man, you got to do something." And what if Holiday pulls a Gundy and says, "No, I'm not doing anything, but I will change the, the way we're we're approaching the game." Right. If, if he says he says, I will not fire Rob Walton, but I will adopt a pure small ball mentality and see if it works. I guess I'm OK with that, because that's basically what Gundy did. He's like, no, I'm not firing anybody. I know I probably should, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to change everything and make everybody better or I'm going to die trying. If so Jason, Holiday does you, that, do, I can live with it. So how do you feel about Jason? So you, we obviously know we have the biggest or the easiest schedule on the Big 12 this year. Correct. We all agree on that. Yeah. So, Jason, say we come out and just, like, say we win six games. We only win six games. Go six and six, whatever. Do you think – what do you think happens with Gundy and the coaching staff? Like, Well, first of all, you keep saying what happens with Gundy. Gundy's not going anywhere till Gundy. Well, I don't think Gundy's going, going anywhere, but I'm saying in the sense of, like, if he's betting – Can I answer the question? Yeah, no, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Sure. Yeah. 
We we literally won the Fiesta Bowl two seasons ago. That buys a little bit of a pass. If we have the exact same issues with the exact same result this year and Gundy still doesn't want to make a change, then I think it's Weiberg's responsibility to step in and say, okay, some things are going to change around here or we might we might make a change. I'm okay I never that. want I'm okay with I that. never want our administration to tell anybody that they have to fire or hire this assistant or that assistant. But if you're unwilling to make those changes, then your job's on the line. Right. Yeah. If, if you're unwilling to make changes and it right. backfires, yeah, there has to be a, a, a line now, drawn in the sand. I get that, that. Has to, that's yet to be seen with the football program. Right. We right. won the Fiesta Bowl two years ago. Plenty of opportunity to talk about in the future about what happened with the football season last year. A plethora of things. Yes, Casey Dunn was a huge problem with that. But if that same scenario happens again and we go through the same offensive woes next season that we did last season with the same result, then it's time to start having those conversations. True. I'm okay with that. We've talked – I mean – we're on season three, four in a row of disappointment with the baseball team. You know what I mean? And like, it's the same. It's the same thing every right. year. I mean, same. I don't even follow baseball, and I know Rob Walton's name because all you guys on Twitter can't stand the guy. <laughs> and he, I'm sure he's a fantastic no. I think he's a great man. coach. Don't get it twisted. I do think Rob Walton is a great coach, but it just it hasn't. The years have not been in his favor. I think he could go somewhere else, and maybe he would you know, would recharge him a little bit and he could be a great pitching coach. And I, like I said, I don't doubt it that he's not, he's a great pitching coach. He is, but if, it's not working out for him. If he's Gundy any, missed four straight bowl games, he would be fired. I promise you. If what? If Gundy missed four straight bowl games, they would fire him. I promise you. Yeah, but we're not missing, but it's not them. That we're missing them. We're getting, yeah. we're hosting them. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. getting out of them. Yeah, we're getting the bowl games. We're just not winning them. They're not really bowl. Super regionals, in my opinion, are bowl games. Oh, dude. Come on, man. Regionals is a, still a very big deal. Hosting, being one of the top 16 <laughs> sites in America, still it's still a very big yeah. deal. Real cool. 18 to 4 in, on your home field. Real cool. That looks just awesome. Just because we poop the bed doesn't make the regionals any less important. Regionals is, 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 is every bit as, as important. Yeah. Well, I, I'd say it's on the same here. All right, buddy. Jason. I love your face. Oh, Trent, you got you got kids in the background what taking over. What's up? <laughs> what up, girl? I love it. All right, buddy. Appreciate All right, you. Guys. All right, See you, Cody. Later, y'all. All righty. Well, we always find a way to end up going off the rails at the very end, so I'm glad we could do that once again. Everybody tune in because we've got a fun, fun, fun show tomorrow. All righty, y'all. As always, love you. God bless. Go Pokes. And thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. Later. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.